Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast for and by successful business people who also deal with the pain and frustration of chronic illness. Here's Nancy Becker. Hey y'all, good morning. I am so happy to be here again today, and we are here with Judy Hahn. Judy is the it's not all in your head health professional that takes you from feeling funky to feeling fabulous. She works with high performing take action people so that they can live life and have the business they desire without health issues holding them back. If brain fog, fatigue, weight, high cholesterol, blood pressure issues are some mystery symptoms or some mystery symptoms are plaguing you, then Judy is the puzzle piecing symptom detective you want on your side. She's passionate about listening to her clients, not just looking at the numbers on their lab work. She customizes your program according to your specific needs. She collaborates with you to discover the underlying issues at the root of your dis-ease so you can live life to its fullest, your cup overflowing with abundant energy and laser sharp focus. That sounds absolutely fantastic. I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope I can deliver it for you. Um, Yeah, I've seen way too many people in that situation. Um, You know, they, they create a new normal for themselves because it's like, well, so I don't go to the bathroom for three days. That, that's normal for me. Or I go to the bathroom 12 times a day. That's normal for me. And, you know, and all those little things add up. So, yeah, that's my, my mission. Uh, you know, and I totally understand that depending on what hour of the day it is, I can fall into either one of those categories. <laughs> okay. You know, and it's usually when I'm traveling, like I have been for the last three weeks, that it's like, uh, you gotta pull the car off to the side of the road. Thank <laughs> goodness those places are open. Yeah, you thank know? goodness down in Alabama, everything seems to be pretty. Although we did get kicked out of a McDonald's. <laughs> oh my gosh, of all places. <laughs> There were people everywhere. There were all sorts of people inside the building. So we had to go to the bathroom and we went in and we were going to order something. And we were accosted by the manager who said, I'm sorry, but we're closed. And I'm going, okay. <laughs> so other than that, yeah, well. it's, it was not a bad trip. But okay. yeah, you know, I think that... For those of us who listen to the show, especially, we've all got those issues. I was just talking to you about my short-term memory issues and my foggy brain. It's like you can put something down someplace. You know that's where you put it, and it's not there. You know, where the heck did it go? I don't know. I don't remember. I could have sworn that's where it was. But that has a real effect, both physically and mentally on you, you know? Oh, sure. and, and how do you run a business when you've got all of these things going on? Well, I think that, you know, you, you have to do the best you can as far as being able to run the business. 
from my perspective, of course, we're looking at how do we make that situation different from the health aspect so that maybe some of those issues get cleared up or are less intense for all the purposes, right? So uh, it, it's not always, um, I can't always say these are the best techniques if you have short-term memory, except I, I thought about something the other day. We got a new, we got a new car and it's a keyless entry. And all of a sudden it's like, where is, I mean, I get in the car and it's like, oh, wait, I have to have a key. You know how you normally, so I was thinking to myself, okay, if I keep a pad of paper in the, like where my purse is, and when I come in, I put key in your purse, in your briefcase, in the whatever, and just check mark wherever it is, that's the best I can do. And, and I think for a short-term memory, I'm 68. I don't believe that an answer to most things is, oh, well, you're just getting old, right? I, I'm not a firm believer in that. But I do think that some medication that I've been on since, oh, I guess, about 1990, which makes it a long time, it has a short-term memory effect, right? And so I try to ignore it, but then I, find to I try to find those little, all right, well, I'm not going to let you get me. I'm going to figure out a way around it. Kind and of. I love that. I love that. And I think that's what I was getting at is, you know, you've got to continue to keep on keeping on. You, you know, you've got a business. You've got a life. You've got stomach issues. You've got short-term memory issues. You've got to somehow or other be able to mesh those all together you know, and, and keep on. The answer is not, and I've been there and I know, and I climbed out the other side worse in the beginning than when I went into it was you can't just give up. You can't just say, well, now I've got this, whatever, fill in the blank. And I'm just going to sit in my corner. Well, I, absolutely. First of all, I, I think it's very important that people do not identify themselves by their disease or their condition. It, it's not something to be talked about. It's not something to be, I mean, yeah, you know you have whatever it is, fine. We all have something. Maybe it's not as serious as somebody else, but we all got something in our lives going on, right? Put it on a sh shelf. Deal with it as you need to deal with it, but don't accept that that's who you are. No, no. I think we need to, from my own experience and from the people I work with, we do need to acknowledge that things are different than they used to be. We need to acknowledge that I may not be able to work today because. You know, I've been traveling for three weeks, thousands of miles, and right. my body at this point is saying, go to bed, <laughs> you know, and other than doing this podcast and doing some other things that I have to do, I'm taking it easy. 
for the next few days. My brain's not taking it easy. It's going, 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 going. I got to get up. I got to get doing this. I've, you know, I'm behind three weeks and all that. But then I tell it, no, you've got to rest or you're never going to be able to get up. So I think you have to acknowledge that there is something there, but do not let it define you. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I think to tell you the truth, Nancy, whether we're talking about somebody who has a chronic illness or somebody who just happens to feel crappy today, mm-hmm. we're talking about the same thing mm-hmm. because we are a society that has a tendency to push, 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 go, go, go. And so those are the things that that is equal to stress on very many levels. And if we take a step back, because what I do, I use functional medicine principles. Stress is really the, the creation of the inflammation that has caused the majority of the chronic degenerative diseases. Very little is genetic, right? So from my point of view, I always, I always laugh. People will say, well, why don't you just teach people stress management? And, and I do. I, I mean, that is part of what I do in life as a functional medicine professional. But it is the whole body. It is the whole person. And people need to understand. We all know stress is bad, right? But the bottom line is people don't understand what exactly is happening in their body when it is stressed. And we have emotional, we have physical, we have psychological, we have all different kinds of stress from toxins, from crap food, from uh, some relative that just read you the riot act about something, right? So we need to be able to give ourselves permission, whether we have a chronic illness or whether we just really, something's not right today. That's, that's the kind of awareness and self-care that everyone needs to start to have so that if you have something, you now start to keep it under control. If you don't have something, you don't create. Yeah. And, and that's so true. And yeah, I think one of the biggest stresses is a combination of everything all together. You know, um, I keep going back to work because that's what this show is all about is people working. But, you know, I was, we weren't traveling for vacation. We actually uh, were traveling for family. We went for a wedding, but we act we were also house hunting and we bought mm-hmm. a house and I've oh, never, you did. yes, we did. Congratulations. Thank you. Wonderful. But I've never gone through all of that before. So we had, I had the stress of horrible traffic. You know, it's really bad down there. And I'm sitting there bracing myself trying to find our way around these little bitty teeny tiny back roads and you know worrying about whether we're going to get someplace on time worrying about meeting this family i'd never met before 
worrying about are we going to get the loan for the house and then also worrying about what I'm not getting accomplished. I've got this big launch coming up in a few weeks, you know, and, and I'm not there working on it and all of those stresses together and then wondering why my stomach hurts so bad you know, or, or why am I just so exhausted, but I can't sleep. So when you've got all of this stuff going on, you don't do anything well. You know, you, you don't get your work done right. Things fall through the cracks. You snap at your significant other, you know, all of these things happen. What do you suggest someone does when they're in that kind of a situation? Well, I think that people really need to, like, first of all, the first step is always awareness, right? You're aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so it's a matter of kind of stopping and figuring out where you're at, where your breathing's at, where your heart rate's at, where your stress, where everything is, and just kind of say, you know what? I have all these things, but I need to go and do some breathing exercises. I need to go and a guided meditation because people whose brains are really busy, I suggest guided meditations. But it's, it's all about you being the master of your body. And even though those things like the bathroom stuff happens when you get up, it, it, if you stop and you start to do the deep breathing, if you remember it's belly breathing, because all of us are guilty, we're all breathing from up here. If we stop to do that, and, and, and when I was in college, I had kind of a uh, irritable bowel kind of thing. And since then, I recognize those moments and I make myself stop because there might not be a bathroom around. But if I can stop and say to my body, okay, I'm letting you get the best of me. Now it's time for me to sit quietly. And you have to give yourself permission to do those things because the more you do that, the more easily it comes, it takes less time to get that control back. Yeah. It well, really it, is about self-care. It really is. And something that I learned recently, or I heard in a podcast or a conversation that I was a part of, that for me really seems to have made a difference is when you're in the middle of a situation, and you're all upset and you're frustrated and there's you know all of this going on to stop to take a deep breath and to ask yourself what is the worst thing that could happen if this takes place right and if the answer is not you're gonna die then everything's handleable you know you can you can deal with it and uh -huh. just by thinking that, I can get through things because they said, Absolutely. well, the, the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm 15 minutes late to this wedding rehearsal. 
you know, the worst thing that can happen is I might be a little bit embarrassed because, you know, I didn't wear the right shoes with this outfit. You know, you don't have, you're not going to, to feed up, die from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think um, that brings me to uh, a thing I always talk to um, with my clients about, and that's perspective. Yeah. Right? So perspective, even on stress, being negative talk right mm -hmm. so if you give yourself that well so if that happens then what what's the worst like you're saying so give yourself some perspective give yourself that space from something absolutely yeah distract well, yourself if you need to yeah you know and, and i could have gotten really stressed before we started this conversation because one or the other of our internets wasn't working real well yes, you know and i'm going right. uh -huh. we've already had to postpone this once i don't want to do it what and i'm going absolutely nuts trying to figure out what's the right thing to do what's the worst thing that could happen we postpone again and right. you either, exactly you know and you either say well forget you you're not a quality podcaster and i'm not going to be a part of it or you say no problem and we reschedule and we do it later you know so we we allow ourselves i think to get overwhelmed mm -hmm. to think the worst you know to imagine things and our heads tell us one thing our hearts tell us something else and we create our own a lot of times our own health issues oh well and i think that 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 brings me back to the whole stress issue, because I, I one of the, I mean, I think we all know that. And if it's okay, I'd like to talk a little bit about stress sure, because please. I think we we all know that stress is bad. You know, ask anybody; they'll tell you. And there is such a thing as good stress, but the majority is not. The Business Success Unlimited Patreon page is now live. Patreon is a simple way for you to contribute to this podcast every month, and in return, you'll get exclusive benefits, such as a monthly live Q&A with Nancy and a business book club. If you're interested in becoming a VI pig, we would really appreciate your support in keeping our independent production going. You can find a link to our Patreon page at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Thank you so much. I think, first of all, we live in a society that kind of wears stress as a badge of honor. Yeah. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody, happened to say something bad, and they're like, oh, you think you have it bad, or you think you had a bad day. So somehow that stress thing has made you, you know, like, like your stress makes you somehow, I don't even know. I don't even know how to even. My stress it. is worse than your stress. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like little kids. But, but I, want, I want to take some of the time that we have together because I, that this concept of what stress really does to the body is so fascinating because 
if somebody said to me, well, you're the same as the caveman is, I would like go, yeah, right, okay, right? But here, here, here's the difference in the two worlds, and it's not that far apart. So the, the caveman comes out of the cave, and, and there's a saber-toothed tiger, and he goes, oh my God, I've got to save myself. So he goes into fight or flight mode. His eyesight gets better. His brain starts functioning faster. Glucose goes pouring through the body because you need energy to get away. Your muscles get tight. Your heart starts pounding. Anything that is not absolutely necessary, maybe he just ate, but it doesn't matter anymore because your digestion gets turned off. You don't need to digest in order to escape. And, and I, like if it was a woman and she was trying to get pregnant, her reproductive system would be shut off. Because you don't need your reproductive system to escape, right? So you go into this and then your cortisol, which is your stress hormone, is elevated, right? You become hypervigilant. And, and so all of these things happen. But now his buddy and his, his team is coming along, you know, the rest of his cavemen guys, and they see what's happening. They kill the darn saber-toothed tiger. They all have a feast. Everybody's happy. Everything goes back to normal. His heart rate is already down. His digestion is happening. His stress level, his cortisol, his racing heart, everything, his muscle tension goes back to normal. Now, you put us in that situation. The problem is our stress level is somebody cut me off in the car. My boss or my coworker said I didn't do something or it's due at the last minute or I've got to run to a meeting or my mother-in-law did this or my kids did that. And guess what? We have that stress level. And what it does is it just keeps going up and up and up because we don't stop and it becomes chronic stress. When you're chronically stressed, your immune system shuts off. It's suppressed. Well, do you ever wonder? Like people will say to me, well, I don't understand it. I'm, I'm like so healthy all the time. And then I go on vacation and like the first day on vacation, I get sick. Well, of course, because your immune system is so suppressed on a daily basis that when you finally relax and go away, the immune system goes, oh, now I can see what's going on. Oh, there's an issue over there. There's an infection over there. All this stuff. And now guess what? The immune system's all in an uproar. You get sick. Well, and you know, that's so true. I can remember my entire life growing up. My mom around the holidays would, you know, and she was a, she was a working mom. I had a, I had a wonderful family, but both my mom and my dad worked and, you know, worked hard and they were all this, but around the holidays, my mom would just go into overload, you know, and it was the cooking and it was the buying the Christmas presents and all of this and, you know, just nuts going nuts having company coming and everything the day before 
well, New Year's Eve, generally, she's in bed by four o'clock in the afternoon and is sick for the next week. Every single year, it never failed. So I was never able to spend New Year's Eve with my parents growing up because Aww. they were both in bed sick, you know? <laughs> right, so you're absolutely right. right. Well, you know, and then so that long-term stress is really bad for the body and the brain knows it. The brain is aware of it. But how many times have you heard people say, oh, I thrive on stress. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm not stressed. But you see, you cannot fool the brain. And so until it gets some good sleep, deep sleep, until you stop the negative self-talk, until you stop ruminating on things that make you anxious or whatever, whatever it is. And then on top of it, you have physiological stress, right? So you may have food sensitivities. People don't realize that. That aggravates the immune system. Toxicity, the personal care products. If you wouldn't put it on your, in your mouth, you shouldn't be putting it on your skin. That's your biggest mouth. Toxic relationships, burning the candle at both ends, nutrient deficiencies, all of those things. And the immune system can no longer wipe everything out. It no longer, um, so it creates an illness. And because your immune system from the stress is so suppressed, right, then what happens is it keeps you in that chronic inflammation and your cortisol, so at the beginning when you were all stressed, your cortisol was like this, well, let's do it, we'll get them, we'll get the saber tooth day, whatever it is. But at some point, it becomes depressed along with your immune system. And what happens? Exhaustion, lethargy, uh, depression, hypotension, dizziness. Sounds uh, like me. Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> But I mean, you, you see the, and so our society has to learn to make a shift. And, and I'm thinking that in some ways, although our stress levels may be heightened because we have kids that we need to homeschool, in some ways, this whole shutdown that we have, this pandemic, is giving people a step back in their busy lives and allowing them to say, oh, you know, not so bad to have a few extra hours at home with the family. Well, and that was, that was going to be my next question is outside of this, because I think mm -hmm. this brings on a lot of stress to a lot of people as well too. Oh yeah. What can one person who says, I realize that I'm in this kind of a situation. What do I do to start reversing it? What one or two steps can I take that are going to get me away from this? Um, I would say the first thing that someone needs to do is to really look at what they're putting in their body. What kind of food are you eating? Are you giving your body nourishing food or what someone in my business calls crap food? And the reason I say that is 
It's so interesting. I was just having a conversation with somebody about gluten and I was, they said to me, well, I have Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid condition, but I noticed I was gluten-free for a very long time. I've started to add it back in my diet. I don't notice that I feel any different. And I said, well, it's really interesting that you tell me that one particular thing, because I am at the point where I would tell everyone and anyone to remove gluten from their diet, because it's not always about what you're feeling. And so she didn't understand. I said, okay, picture that your immune system, 75% or better of your immune system is on the other side of your gut. There's only one cell layer that separates your gut from your immune system. The average person, if their gut is in good condition, 2% of what they eat every day still gets through to the bloodstream to the immune system. So if you got Joe and George, there are two immune cells sitting there and they're watching what's going on, right? The immune system should be relaxed. It should just be surveilling. It, it shouldn't be all in an uproar. But now you take gluten, which if you understand, and it, believe me, before I did this, kind of work I did not understand. But what they've done with gluten is they have so super hybridized it. It is a small bush. It's not those amber waves of grain that used to wave, you know, they were tall. And now these are short, strange looking things. But what they've done is they've taken the grain and they have hybrid it, hybridized it with bacteria. And that bacteria is to fight off the pests, the bugs, mm -hmm. so that they can actually get more healthy wheat from the grain, right? They don't have to spray it quite as much, but they still spray it with glyphosate, which is Roundup, which we all are ingesting. So now that grain, let's say you had a sandwich with uh, wheat bread. Let's say you have that same sandwich every day or a sandwich with the bread. 2% of whatever it is, assuming you're healthy, gets through to the immune system. And now George and Joe are like, what the heck was that? It kind of looked like food. No, I don't think it looked like food. It looked like bacteria. Well, I don't know. It looked like food to me. But no, I, you're right. I see the bacteria. And so what does the immune system do they go well that doesn't belong here so they get inflamed top that with you haven't slept well that night right so sleep you've been telling yourself that you'll never get successful because of who knows what so self-talk you name it you just had a, a pepsi or a i don't even know a big mac or a whatever and that food just keeps coming and it keeps going, oh my God, I, I thought I saw a piece of lettuce, but you know, it had chemicals on it. They were on it and they were with it and, and all the rest, you know? So, so there's, there's what happens in the body. So that's why I say the first thing you do, look at the food that you're putting in your body. Whole, nutritious food. Food. Second thing, hydrate. 
clean, clear water. Water. The body is made up of water. And then I guess the other thing, the third thing that I might add to that is to really, you and I spoke about it, recognize that you're having this going on, right? Recognize what's happening and say, you know what? I need to take a step back now. I need 10 minutes by myself so I can get my head back to where it needs to be, my breathing, my heart rate, and everything else. And besides, let me ask myself, is whatever that is true? Maybe it's not even true. Absolutely. So, so, you know, kind of my goal is to work holistically, meaning the whole body, balancing body, mind, and spirit. Well, and I think we've covered all of those, but I'm going to switch gears. We've only got a few minutes sure. left, but I'm going to switch gears just a little bit because I know one of the other issues that my clients and the listeners to the show are constantly talking about, myself included, is I'm so tired. I'm always exhausted, yet I go to bed at night and I don't sleep. I toss and I turn and a lot of it's because I hurt, you know, but I hate taking, I don't want to take a sleeping pill. You know, I don't want to, because then I wake up and I'm all, you know, yeah. like that. I hate it. How does someone get a good night's sleep? Well, it's unfortunately, because what I do, the functional medicine, you know, you go to a Western medicine doctor and he says, you're not sleeping, I'll give you a sleeping pill, right? Everybody is the same. I give you the same thing I give Joe down the street. I give it. And for me, you are a unique individual with a unique body. And so every, and I'm not trying to avoid the answer, but the truth is that for every one of my clients, the answer will be different because I don't know what's causing you not to be able to sleep. If it's truly pain, then we want to make sure that things that are NSAIDs, like, you know, the Motrin or Aleve, those are not in your vocabulary anymore because they destroy the stomach lining. We want to get you off of those kind of things and using natural anti-inflammatory. We want to look at where are your hormones? What's going on with them? You know, we really need to look on a case-by-case -case basis to each person's symptoms and ask why, which doctors don't bother, right? Everyone, it, you've got diabetes, here's what you do. Well, I can put five people in a room that have diabetes and tell you that each one of those people have a root cause for that diabetes that's different. So I have to customize what I do with each person. And so I would love to say to you, oh, take this, do that for the sleep. But unfortunately, it's not a, oh, like, a, you know, take this pill like a, a Western medicine doctor would do. I will share um, one thought, actually a couple thoughts, because I'm never a one thought person. First of all, I would say, Look at what I call sleep hygiene, okay? What that means is step back an hour before you go to bed. 
Make sure that you're not looking at your finances, talking about the family problems. You're not doing anything that will get that body in an uproar. Okay? Create a sleep routine for yourself, whether it's taking a nice hot bath, put a candle on, put some Epsom salts in the water, which helps with the aches and pain. The majority of Americans have a deficiency in a certain mineral. So that mineral is something that needs to be looked at for everybody because that relieves tension in muscles. It relieves aches and pains. So there are a lot of things that you can do. I would say start with that sleep hygiene, create an hour routine for yourself. Do not look at your email. Oh, I'll just, you know, one more thing I'll look at. <laughs> nope, nope. An hour before, because the light of the computer starts to affect the amount of melatonin we have in the body. And melatonin is partly what helps us sleep, right? So I think the richest advice that I can give anyone when it comes to sleep is tell everybody, if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, at 9 o'clock, my technology is off. End of story. You want to get me, you can call, you leave a voicemail. I will deal with it tomorrow. But that is my time. That hour is my little meditation, writing in my journal, doing some breathing. I hate taking baths, so I am not that hot bath with Epsom salts, but my husband is, okay? So I think that's the best thing I can share with your audience. Perfect. And I think that's an excellent way to end this conversation because I think it's giving me some great ideas for what I need to do. And I'm sure some of our listeners as well. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. I've gotten so much information. I know everybody listening has. If you had one thing to share with us all that we haven't already talked about, what would that be? About health and wellness. Remember that no matter what's going on, no matter how sick you are, no matter anything else, that you are always enough and that you are, you have the same abilities to be successful and accomplish what you want as long as you start taking care of that body that's with Beautiful. Judy, if somebody really enjoyed listening to today's conversation, and I know they did, and they want to talk to you more, how would they get a hold of you? Well, you can go to um, my website, hanholistichealth.com. Um, you can actually, there's a, even a link, you can schedule a complimentary discovery health session there. Um, I can be reached in Facebook via Messenger. Uh, I'm Judy Breyerhan there, J-U-D-Y-B-R-I-E-R-Hahn, H-A-H-N. Um, and I have a group if anybody's interested. It's kind of a fun group. It's on Facebook. It's called It Takes Guts to Be Healthy. I love and it. And it is, um, I'm going to start doing Facebook Lives to share 
a few minutes here and there on information. But right now you can count on the fact that on Mondays we have a, a challenge you can do, Tuesdays is a tip, Wednesday you have a recipe, um, Thursday is a question, and, and Friday is a, uh, is a photograph. But you know, in that group, and you have to supply your email address and answer a couple questions, I will send you then my, um, it's an ebook I put together called uh, Nourishing Yourself for Immunity. And people can, you know, reach me through that group too. Oh, I have a, a, a business page called Han Holistic Health on Facebook. And that too has tons of information about health and wellness. Wonderful. So this, I, I thank you. This has been very fun. I hope that it was uh, of value to your audience. Absolutely. You know, I have, I can't leave without saying um, we can always learn something. And when we first, first chatted i went you know i just i don't think this is right for my audience thank you very much but you know thanks but no thanks and then we reconnected and i am so glad i did because oh, you've you. got a wonderful wealth of information and i think anyone listening in learned a lot and can learn a lot from you so thank you very thank, much i appreciate that well, thank you very much. And guys, you can hear this in all of our podcasts on Thursday evenings at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. <laughs> and we will be back again next week with more wonderful information. If you all uh, would like to hear something that we haven't talked about in the past, let us know. You know, send us a message and let us know what you'd like to hear. If you have any questions on this conversation, I'm sure that Judy or I would be able to reach back out to you and help answer your questions. So just let us know. And until next time, guys, get out there, be productive, and soar higher. Take care, y'all, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.